Uh, welcome in again, Backseat Fantasy Season Three, Episode Three, Three, Three. Jose, William, both made it all the way to the third episode. Castro, unfortunately, could not. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Trash. So I'm gonna have to make a cause producer. <laughs> you don't produce shit. You plan nothing for this episode. Basically, I produced the money, dude. You're staying awake. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, in his place, we uh, actually traced the bloodline and found the superior <laughs> version of it and brought in his cousin, Isaac. Haven't been in since season one. Welcome back. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been a while. Uh, been a little bit. I figure since this is a big uh, draft recap slash uh, season preview, lots of opportunities to talk shit, um, that this would be a good window for you. Yeah, for sure. That's my what I do best. Not a lot of mess around time today because we do have a lot of shit. We probably have two okay. episodes worth of stuff to cover. So, Isaac, you'll be happy to know. No nonsense. It won't take 15, 20 minutes to start talking about football. Let's go to work. uh all right so um i already mentioned in the open uh our draft happened what's today monday so it was last sunday about eight days ago took a little while to get to this and a lot came to light that uh um answered a lot of off-season questions and uh observations and predictions that a lot of us had um so i figured uh, sort of similar to last year. We would go through the first round, one pick at a time, talk about what needed to be talked about. And uh, from there on, we're not going to go through all 60 picks or whatever it was, uh, but we'll highlight any like points of interest as they come through. So starting with number one, uh, which was me, round one, pick one. I famously traded Warwick for the one spot, gave up Dalvin Cook, Juju Smith-Schuster, and pick 14 overall um, for number one and the rights to Sir Brees Hall 101. He's pretty much who I was targeting. In my eyes, I saw it as Dalvin Cook for Brees Hall straight up. I actually do like Juju this year. I hated to give him up because he's been sitting on my bench for two years doing nothing. And now there's been a ton of offseason buzz like, oh, my God, he's in Pat Mahomes' offense. This is the year he's going to come back. So I just kind of have to sit and eat crow but, um, and hope my other depth will come through. But um, I saw it as a chance to get five years younger with Dalvin Cook going into his sixth year. He's still got some left in the tank, but I'd rather be a year too early than a year too late. So I pulled the trigger. Uh, Brees Hall, it seems like, will be in a little bit of a timeshare early on. Hopefully it won't take him long to prove that he's better than Michael Carter and, um, and take some over the backfield. Say. But uh, he's who I was targeting the entire time there was never any kind of doubt so that was my pick at one what you got uh, nothing um as predicted i mean we all knew you were gonna go Brees Hall. you were trying to trade me you were wanting to I trade was. i was i mean i am in the game i got michael carter i had the other fuck before i still can't remember his name <laughs> <laughs> i just remember yeah or michael p ryan michael p ryan yeah I'll ty johnson the, I thought he was the guy. They talked about his uh, his legs um, looking like uh, tree 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 log tree trunks. Tree logs? No, it was tree logs tree for trunks. sure. Tree logs? Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, dude, the guy got legs for days. Oh, nope, didn't matter. <laughs> well, he can take those legs <laughs> and sit on the bench with him. 
All right, so that was my pick. Uh, number two, Noe, his first ever draft pick uh, as a member of the dynasty. Uh, he actually had a couple first-round draft picks as this came in, but he went wide receiver and took Drake London, a lot of people's top prospect on the board. Um, say what you will about the concerns of quarterback with Marcus Mariota being there, but it's really just him and Kyle Pitts in the uh, trenches there, so not a bad pick, I didn't think. Jose, as uh, the one who brought him in, and we were all scared of Danny Woodhead 2.0, were you nervous about this pick at all? No, not not at all. I, I and I can't remember if I warned Noe like my history with taking a receiver and like with a top three pick yeah. or not. But like that was just my only personal concern. I don't like if I ever had the top three pick again. I don't think I could take receiver no matter how great the receiver is. Um, but as far as like Noe making that decision, no, that's that's I think that's I think he was going to go second or third. Um, so good pick. Yeah, I agree. There you go. The Isaac stamp of approval. Uh, and then we get to three, the other, um, um, expansion, not expansion, but new owner that we had come in, uh, Joe had his first opportunity to make a pick taking over for Jacob's franchise. And this was kind of a big one because, um, he ended up taking Damian Pierce at three and it's somebody that had risen up boards a lot. Uh, in preseason, given that I think he was sat in the second week, like the week that the team sit their number one guys, first team offense guys, this third or fourth round rookie did not take any snaps. They put out Marlon Mack. They put out Rex Burkhead, everyone else on the roster that had way more experience. And they said, Pierce, you know what? Go ahead and save your legs. We're going to need you later on. So after that happened, the uh, Pierce rocket ship has just been ascending like crazy. I didn't think it ascended that high to number three. Um, but uh, Joe believed it did. And he took Pierce number three overall. And anybody have initial thoughts on that? Except for you, William, because I had every... No, um, no, no, don't say anything yet. Because I actually had um, me, William, and Jose give kind of uh, predictions prior to the draft that I took the time to cut and send out. And this is actually relative to that. So I'll share those in just a second. But uh, your cousin is not here. He's the other person I had to do it. So Isaac, if you had any sort of uh, reaction to this at the time. Um, not really. I mean, I didn't like really anybody in this draft running back wise. So I, I really didn't do any really research. And I had a late, <laughs> I didn't, I had a late pick. So I didn't know who to, who would expect for me. So I yeah. was just kind of looking at, you know, later round picks. And like I said, nobody stood out to me. But I, I know that he probably could have got him later on in the draft or gotten somebody a little bit better. Uh, but, yes. So I, I kind of thought the same when Pierce went. Uh, but then I took a minute and looked at Joe's team. And Joe very much has a team that's ready to win now. Uh, we're going to get to the keep trade cut rankings as they lead into preseason now. But uh, Joe's team is ranked pretty high in terms of like season long. And the the whole thing about Damian Pierce is that even though he's on a bad team, um, he has an opportunity as a rookie to be effective immediately. And that's really hard to find in this draft. And when you think about Brees Hall's in a timeshare, Jamison Williams is hurt, Kenneth Walker's hurt and behind Rashad Penny, Sky Moore is a rookie and behind MVS and Juju 
and uh, uh, other guys. Traylon Burks like replaced AJ, but he like he was not even suiting up with the starters in preseason. Uh, George Pickens is behind um, Claypool and um, and Deontay Johnson. Like not a lot of guys were relevant immediately, but for a team that's kind of ready to win now, and Joe like. It was kind of an appropriate game. If he wasn't going to trade back and get rid of this pick, I actually, the more I thought about it, the more I actually kind of liked it. 1,000%. I, uh, and that's that's what I thought too. Um, and if, like, full disclosure, I, I think I would have traded up to, like, to maybe make that third pick, and I would have been in the same spot. I also would have taken Pierce. Oh, yeah. Um, may, yeah, maybe there was... Um, Maybe there's too much hype around him, but like the fact that he's a rookie, he, he's young, right? So you do have that youth, you have the potential. He's definitely going to get the opportunity. Um, but exactly like you said, you look at Joe's team; his team's ready to compete and could win a championship now, today. So what what can complement that youth, talent, and well, both, right? Youth and talent, and I think he like Joe by drafting Damian Pierce. Joe has both those things checked off. So I think that's a great pick, and I saw. I saw everyone's eyes that were sitting around the table. They're like, oh, my God, like three, <laughs> Damian Pierce. No, that was a good pick. That was a good pick for his situation. Um, so, William, I know you have thoughts on this. Really quickly, we're going to get to pick four uh, with Justin, and then we'll jump into your pick at number five. So Justin was the next pick at uh, number four, and it was really interesting because I think we allowed, what was it, three minutes for the first pick or yeah. the picks in the first round? And the entire time we had Justin on a FaceTime chat and then the clock started and the whole time I see Justin just sitting back doing nothing. He's not reading. He's not, he's not reacting whatsoever. He's just sitting there. And I was looking at him and I was like, Mally, like Justin, it's your turn. Do you know that? And he's like, yep. He's just cool as a cucumber. And then out of nowhere on the video chat at your party, Jose, uh, I see, uh, fa- I see Miller just exclaim deal. Points, points to the points to the phone, points to the camera. He says, "Deal, we're done." And then I was like, "Holy shit!" The entire time, you know, slides can be Justin is negotiating a deal with Miller via text. And then so they were like, "Okay, what happens?" So I go ahead and pause the draft, and I say, "Go ahead and put it through." Me thinking we still had to approve it. We don't have to approve it. Like once it's done, it's it's automatic because we took that away last year. So I would just gave him time to get it done. And then in the time it took for Justin to execute whatever trade was agreed upon, Miller panics and comes back out and says, no, 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 never mind, never mind. And Justin's face, this thing, he goes, are you joking me right now? And he's like, no, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. Never mind, never mind. And then so I resume the clock and Justin goes, what the fuck? I have one minute to make a pick now. <laughs> like he just took away all my time. And I have to do it. Uh, did you guys, because Jose, you hosted most of San Antonio down there. Did y'all get any insight, any more clarity on what happened? No. Um, Isaac, I, well, he was, in, he was sitting between Isaac and I. And that entire time, like, I think Miller was just trying to make a deal uh, to get into that earlier part of that first round. But mm-hmm. he was also being really quiet, too. And I saw him kept staring at his phone. He kept, like looking around and I could tell he was trying to make something happen. But as far as the details around that, no, they just exclaimed deal. And then a couple of minutes, two minutes, a minute went by and he was like, wait, wait, <laughs> I can't, I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna have to back out. I'm so sorry, Justin. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, but I didn't, I didn't really get any, any additional details um, out of that. Yeah. Um, earlier on that day, we were trying to make a deal and we couldn't get it to happen. So we just kind of left it alone and then he did the deal with uh, Justin. I was like, okay, well, that's cool. 
Um, and then he just fucking did a 180 on him. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that was you and Miller. You and Miller almost had a deal. Yeah. Well, well seems like he uh, dodged a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> we did make a deal. Remember? Uh, I don't. I don't actually. Yeah. You'll have to tell me when we get there because I just opened okay. number six, as uh, people probably heard. So we're gonna have to figure that out. But so Justin panic. So just to balance things out, I paused the draft for an extra minute to give Justin like a little more like leeway in terms of what to do. So he ended up taking Jamison Williams, talented wide receiver at a what is it, Bama? He's in that really deep wide receiver class that came out. Uh, the catch with him is that Justin already owns Amonra St. Brown, another Lions wide receiver. And Jameson Williams is hurt for a questionable amount of time. I've heard early October. I've heard week nine. Like, who knows when he's going to come back. But he's certainly not going to produce right away. And Justin was on the fringe of making a playoff run last year, but just barely missed out. So he probably could use somebody that's going to help him, but he did not get that, at least not for the first uh, six or seven weeks with – Jameson, so we'll see what kind of prospect he turns into. Uh, which leads us to you, William. Pick five, your draft capital that you had. What a rare first-round pick. Did you trade back in for this pick? Yeah, you traded your brother. This is your brother's pick that you got at five. Scott. You can talk now. You can unmute yourself. <laughs> yeah, I traded uh, Scott. I traded with Scott. He originally offered me pick seven, and then I asked for pick five. So, Okay, so I guess Scott had the rights to your brother's pick, and that must yeah. have been the David Montgomery deal because this is originally your brother's pick. Yep. Anyway, you landed at pick five. Before you tell us what happened, uh, I'm going to play you an excerpt for what you told us you wanted to see as you were heading into the draft. You know, I'm very curious about Kenneth Walker, where he's going to fall. I was like, there's no way Kenneth Walker doesn't go at pick two, but now I'm, I don't know. We'll see what happens. So if he falls to me at pick five, that's going to be a decision to make. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, you all know how I feel about uh, Seattle running backs right now. So um, especially with Chris Carson, don't have the most luck there. So I don't know. But prior to Kenneth Walker, you had your eyes on somebody else. Let's hear it. I have picked number five in the first round. I am hoping to get Damian Pierce. Um, if he doesn't fall to me, uh, I might be going for Sky Moore. I would be going too soon for Sky Moore, but I don't have a second rounder. So I want to get somebody for the future if I have that first rounder. Um, I am a little afraid that Joe or Justin... Uh, might pick up Damian Pierce right before me. Um, that is what I'm afraid of. As it turns out, right on the money, pick three, Joe did indeed grab Damian Pierce. So then on that second clip, you said you would take Sky Moore. But with pick five, first round, you ended up going what, William? I got Walker. I got Kenneth. my boy Walker. Kenneth yep. Walker. So we know you were thinking about Sky Moore. Uh, we know you were interested in Kenneth Walker. What was the tiebreaker there? Running back, man. I need a running back. Uh, even though it's uh, not the greatest um, option for me for Seattle, but it's okay. Kenneth Walker is going to end up being the primary back at some point. Um, I'm hoping sooner rather than later. 
Rashad Penny is no, known for uh, getting hurt. Um, that's right, these It's going to happen. He's known for getting hurt when he was with you, you bum. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, we're right back in it, dude. We're right back in it, man. Rashad, Rashad Penny's um, a little slut. If you look at his history, he's been on like seven he teams. Is. And he gets hurt for everybody yeah. except for you in that playoff run where he just went off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, I once I saw Kenneth Walker fall to me, it was it was very clear what I needed to do. I was like, I cannot pass Kenneth Walker for Sky Moore. Sky Moore is very um, – who knows what's going to happen. He's on a very good team. Uh, I haven't really seen anything spark out of the guy yet, but uh, it was a risk I was willing to take um, before. But, yeah, sucks that I didn't get Damian Pierce. I understand why he went um, – why Joe grabbed him so soon. But, uh, damn, yeah, it sucks. Sucks. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. In a, in a way, it's almost perfect, though, because Joe is ready to compete now, and Damian Pierce is definitely a compete now piece because he's going to be starting right away. Kenneth Walker, he's, he's in a little bit of like a, a crowded backfield with Rashad Penny being there, and I guess Travis Homer's getting some run, and he's dealing with an injury, so he's not going to be at his peak year one. And you are definitely not at your peak right now <laughs> with, this, with this squad that you're fielding. So... If you can get somebody that uh, maybe, you know, takes it easy their first year and uh, think like Derrick Henry or A.J. Dillon, like how they took two or three years to kind of fully develop, the timing would almost work out better for you. Um, so you're right about Sky Moore. Time will tell uh, what kind of prospect he turns into, especially in that Kansas City offense. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, you, you took who you had to take. Running backs are hard to come by. And some people, I, not everyone, mm-hmm. but some people had him as a better prospect than Brees Hall. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, it was Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, one, two, right? And then that's why I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm worried. Uh, all this hype about Damian Pierce and we know how our drafts go sometimes. You never know. You can never, you never tell who's going to pick up what. I am very shocked. I was super scared and I'm kind of glad the whole shit happened between Miller and Justin because that really threw Justin off. I can tell. <laughs> really threw him off. And Miller knows that we were going to talk about this because he knew that he fucked up by saying, I agree. And we paused and we gave him so much shit for it after. And we're like, yeah, you remember that time uh, <laughs> he made a deal and backed off? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> so um, I am very shocked that Justin didn't get Kenneth Walker. Um Ah, man, that would have sucked. That would have sucked, I think. I would have felt, yeah. Well, you would have gone Sky Moore, though, at that point, right? Like, he was your next to Yeah, line. yeah, but I, I feel a lot better with uh, Kenneth Walker at five. Oh, he's sure. going to be a wait-and-see prospect, and, you know, you're probably not competing this year, like we said. You can leave your mic open, by the way. That that noise seems to be gone. Um, So it's it's kind of it's kind of the perfect spot, best-case scenario. Like, two years ago, same sort of thing. You had about pick five or six, and uh, DeAndre Swift was the best on the board. The Lions were a lot worse off than they are today. You didn't want to do it because it didn't look great, just like Seattle doesn't look great right now. But <laughs> you look at DeAndre Swift yeah. today, a lot of people have him their top five dynasty running backs mm-hmm. uh, with their outlook. So just give it time. Let it develop. Trust the process. That's you. You're the 76ers these days. Um, Fuck off. <laughs> good, just get some. keep your fucking draft picks, and we'll be okay. I just got to keep my players in my draft picks. <laughs> uh, before we go on to pick six, which belong to you, Isaac, um, Jose and I were also, like I mentioned, you can leave your mic open. Uh, we, um, 
like I mentioned, we were uh, also asked to give a couple predictions. And in our predictions, we each mentioned Damian Pierce. So uh, here's what we each had to say. I think uh, in terms of reach, I think either Joe or Will, one of them is going to reach for Pierce. It's, it, it is written. So right on the money, Joe actually did it and William would have done it. But like I said, maybe not as much of a reach as we would have thought. So Jose was on spot on there. Here's what I had to say. Originally, I was going to say Damian Pierce, but his stock has risen so high. Uh, I actually think someone's going to take him in the first round now. Uh, if he doesn't trade out, I think it might actually be William. Uh, he's got a fan or he's got a... Uh, an uh, affection for, I want to say Texans running backs. It's really just Philip Lindsay uh, is who I can think of. But I think William takes him at number five. His stock has risen like crazy in recent weeks. Reading you like a book, William. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so it's, Phil, it's Royce Freeman that's there now, okay? Oh, Philip Royce Lindsay's Freeman. not there. That's right. Philip Lindsay is with the Colts now. He's a little hey, whore now, him. too. What's that? <laughs> I think they waved yeah, him. Yeah, they cut I his ass. I don't, I don't remember. I, I didn't see what the final decision was, but um, yeah, yeah, y'all got me. <laughs> <laughs> we were dead. I mean, Jose was more spot on because he called out Joe too, but you two were definitely the ones eyeing him. Actually, from talking to Justin, I know Jameson was on his mind. Like he liked him a lot. He just thought he could could have gotten him three or four picks later, which is probably true. Uh, so he wanted to trade back, but. Didn't end up happening because uh, Miller fucked him. You hear that, Miller? <laughs> Just in case you forgot, dude. Uh, <laughs> that takes us to midway through the first round. Pick number six. That was you, Isaac. It originally belonged to William. But did you trade up for this pick? Is this one you were talking about? Yeah, I traded him. Uh, that's the controversy pick. <laughs> Which one's that? Uh, Miller was going to trade with Justin. And then turn around and trade That's with me. Right. <laughs> well, I I don't even remember that. What happened? Yeah. So just I guess moments later, you know, <laughs> Miller's like, <laughs> Miller's like, let me see what Will does. I think Miller wanted uh, Walker, right? And he's like, I was like, no, you got to make it now. You got to make it now. He's like, oh god, it's like Shark Tank. He's like, no, I want, you know, just give me a few seconds, a few seconds. Will makes his pick, takes the guy he was gonna pick, and he's like, okay. Deal. <laughs> so I got his pick and he got four net. You gave up four net for pick number uh, six? Six, yeah. Six overall. Wow. So Miller is all in. He's the fucking LA Rams 2021. He's going, he doesn't care beyond this year. And when we get to the rankings, uh, we'll see what the computer system thinks of uh, the movies he's made so far. But he now has. Uh, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and Leonard Fournette on his roster. It was funny enough, Isaac. Did you get that update today that said uh, Tampa Bay looking to? (laughs) I did, yeah. (laughs) Looking to uh, put like lighten the load on Leonard Fournette. And I thought about you, and I was like, "Fucking Isaac's probably pissed." I I had no idea you traded him. (laughs) Yep, he's gone. (laughs) Yeah, must have felt good. So uh, that must have been why I didn't predict you because I gave a prediction on where I thought Sky Moore would go and I didn't say you. But I'm like, I had him tied to you the whole time. I didn't realize you traded up to get to this pick. So yeah. uh, buried the lead. It, you did. It was literally fact, like seconds away. 
<laughs> you did in fact take Sky Moore with this pick. Uh, what was your thought process there? Was he who you were targeting the whole time? Um, no, honestly, I didn't know who I was going to target. Um, I've been burned by having, you know, semi good receivers with not great quarterbacks for like uh, Michael Pittman and Wentz. You know, I think Michael Pittman could have been great if not for Wentz. Uh, um, I got kind of spoiled by Jamar Chase and Burrow. You know, yeah. I can see what happens when you get two guys who are on the same level. Well, then he traded him, <laughs> right? Or you traded? No. For, no, you acquired him. That's right. You traded for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I got him. Okay. So I was like, you know what, Sky Moore. There's been some buzz around him. He has a great QB. So if they can have a connection like him and Tyreek had, then you know, it'll be a great pick. So couldn't pass that up. <laughs> But when you made the trade, you didn't know that's who you were going for? You just knew you wanted to be up there? No. When I made the trade, I did. Like, it's like, all right, he's still on the board. I have to take him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That that's so cool. funny because that entire time, I like, I didn't hear exactly what you, you and uh, Isaac, what you and Miller were saying. But I, I did hear you say, but it's got to be now. It's got to be now. Like, I heard, I heard you say, like, two, <laughs> two or three times. And in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, they're trying to work out a deal. Like, good for Isaac. Like, hey, right now or no or no deal? And he was like, oh, my God, it's like Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I remember, like, talking to Castro, and I was just like, dude, go help your cousin. He's he's going to get fucked. He's about to get fucked right now. <laughs> and Miller's like, after he just fucked Justin, I'm just like, go save your cousin, dude. He's like, no, nah, he's his own man. No. Nah. <laughs> And no, we're just I'm seeing you guys pick. whisper. <laughs> happy with the pick. Like I said, uh, he has a great QB, and who knows what this guy's going to do. So I was surprised by Justin, you know. I love that that the Williams guy. Yeah, um, He did great in college, but I don't know. Something about golf just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, He's betting on the spot. talent. That was, that was sort of the popular opinion in this draft is like if you don't have – number one you're kind of okay with like after seven like a lot of the guys just sort of bunch up in the middle mm. and so that was the tricky spot about being like three four five like you were gonna like have to take a perceived reach like it's not a super deep draft class which like you know next year and the year after i hear are gonna be a lot more lucrative so if you have a high ground draft pick in there and that's sort of the thing about looking at this uh draft board as i look at it i think one two three Four people in the first round, all twelve picks, are the original. Their their original picks. Every all the other eight all got traded. So me at one, Joe at three, Will at five, Isaac you at six, uh, Noe at eight. Like everyone moves their first round picks. Like two thirds of the league moved them. So, um, they can be acquired. And this may not have been the deepest class. We'll see how it ultimately turns out because we're all just projecting, just like everyone else. But. In terms of raw talent, like the next two years look to be pretty lucrative. But we'll ski. Sky is the limit. That better be your team name. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Takes us to pick number seven, which belonged to Scott, one of the rare who had his original pick at seven. He got a little screwed on the lottery, which reminds me of something else we got to talk about. Um, but he ended up going Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks famously drafted by the Titans. Uh, they traded A.J. Brown straight up on the real draft day to acquire that pick and took Traylon Burks, who ironically had been compared to A.J. Brown in terms of talent. So it seemed like they just tried to hit the reset button and get the exact same player uh, yep. 
uh, you know, four or five years younger. Um, all I've heard about Traylon Burks since draft started, um, he has asthma and he's kind of fat. So, and he's playing with the third team. That seems top to be... five receiver. That's all, that's all that means. <laughs> yeah. Like who knows? Like remember last season, uh, like all we heard about Jamar Chase. Oh, he can't catch. He's dropping everything in, in preseason and training camp. So you don't know. And, um, the head coach there, uh, Mike Vrabel, he's a total old school or hard ass, like earn your stripes sort of guy. So like, yeah, play special teams and fucking prove. I don't care if you're a first round pick, you got to earn your spot. So I think that's all just kind of fluff and he will end up having a role in the meantime. Like who's, who's his competition, Robert Woods and, uh, Westbrook Akine. Like if he doesn't work, Vrabel might be out of a job. So he's got to make him work eventually. So Scott uh, had good luck last year, as we all remember. Winner of best draft is uh, Elijah Mitchell and Jalen Waddle, both kind of pop for him. Um, so we'll see if this one pays off as well. And uh, meanwhile, A.J. Brown shipped out of town, off to Philly. <laughs> as he goes. Anyone, uh, any thoughts on Traylon? I, I don't I don't think I have any. Um, I don't think I did like enough research on this year's class. Um, I don't know if that's just like out of laziness or just low interest in it. Um, but I mean, Scott has uh, also has Robert Woods. So I think one of those you're going to hit. I mean, you know, someone has to catch the ball and someone has to be really good at it for, for Tennessee and Scott has both. So um, yeah, good pick. We'll see. Kind of like we uh, said, we- a lot of these, a lot of these receivers had talent like in this in this like three to six bunch and range. Sky Moore, George uh, Pickens, Traylon Burks, all these guys. Um, Jameson Williams, even even though he's not playing, like there's Drake London. Even um, it's anyone's guess as to who's going to be the little pops. So uh, in that sense, like I'm okay being at the end of the draft, kind of taking who's left versus like striking out at pick four. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got some, William? Yeah, I was gonna say oh, we've seen uh, a doctor for his asthma. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> all right. That takes us to pick number eight. Um, it mm. was originally Miller's, but it was uh, inherited by Noe. Noe's second pick of the first round. He goes with the hyped up George Pickens out of Pittsburgh. Uh, we had all kind of seen the preseason highlight tape, him blown up uh Defenders on blocks and making insane catches. Pittsburgh has a great history of producing talented wide receivers. You think uh, AJ Brown, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Martavis Bryant. Martavis even did look good before he fucked everything up and went to jail or whatever he did. <laughs> he did drugs. He did drugs. He did drugs. Uh, yeah, no, they have a great history, just a, a culture overall of just winning and success and producing talented players. So, uh, Certainly worse teams to bet on than Pittsburgh. Pickens stock had also risen recent weeks, uh, along with the preseason highlight tapes, and he ended up taking him. Uh, one of the other sound bites I have happens to be from you, Jose. We were asking who might fall, so let's hear what you had to say. One guy I'm hoping for that falls to me at 12 would be George Pickens. I don't think that's going to happen, though. Thanks, Lieber. Spot on, as it turns out. Fell all the way to number eight. Um, is that because Sleeper had been hyping him up, like popping the news? Yes. <laughs> Fucking yes. 
And you said that, right? Like, I mean, you said it. Um, like Pittsburgh has a great history with with who they draft at receiver, and like I knew that, you know, in in January, I knew that in May, like when after the draft happened, and I was like, okay, like I hope this guy falls to me. I know nothing. I haven't seen any other highlight reels. <laughs> I don't give nothing, a fuck. But, I want yeah, I just hope he falls to me. And you know, leading up to the draft, you can see like where you like what pick you have and what guys in this range. The sleeper lets you know, like when you're in the draft room, like, oh, your pick's right here. Here are the two guys in between that line. Pickens was after that line. I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting this guy. <laughs> and then, we, you know, weeks go by, and, and he has a great camp and highlight after highlight. And I'm like, all these all these alerts coming from Sleeper. I know mm. the other guys are thinking the same. And um, I was hoping he'd fall to me, but I, I knew he wouldn't. Um, mm. It's just to actually see it happen, that was kind of crushing. So th- that's sort of the other side of the coin. Like, when we wait, uh, after preseason, after cuts, all this, and after preseason, like after post-camp buzz, everyone's sort of in the know. Everyone's gotten all the updates and alerts and seen all the game footage. It sort of, it it balances the scales a little bit in the sense that whoever has a phone and can read updates is sort of up to speed versus the people who are on it in August or, uh, sorry, like uh, May and like reading preseason news and reading these things. They might be rewarding since this this draft might look very different if it ha- like Damian Pierce he does not go number three overall if we draft yeah. in May, so that's sort of the other side of it, you know that's a discussion to be had later whether or not we think uh, you want to reward the player the uh, owners who are engaged all season long versus um, like the way we do it now like all the way up to the start of the season where cuts have been made preseason camp has been had and sort of balances it out. Um, I could sort of see a case either way. I'm not saying you have made a case for doing that, but when you have your eyes on a guy four months prior and suddenly the news is out on it, it does take that away from you a little bit where you're like, yeah. fuck, like I would have, I would have this guy instantly if it was there. For sure. No, I'm, and I'm in, a, in another league where they do that. Right. And uh, they draft, I think like the draft this year was like in the first week of June or something. And when I first joined that league, I was like, man, this is so stupid. Why do we draft so early? Cause I had a like poor history of, drafting in june and and the guy i take you know pick three pick four like yeah he sounds great but then he gets injured and then he's out for a year um or something happens and i'm like this is so dumb and i know i've complained that uh about that to you mario but um but yeah like you know a couple years in in, in a dynasty league you're like oh no like i'm actually i'm I'm always (laughs) on the news i'm always reading you know after the draft who's who's hot what do people like about him and actually looking at stuff so um i i'm i'm right there in the middle i see both sides but um yeah like you said it's just and them's the breaks them's the breaks as as the rules are now yep yep that's how it happens and you know what that's the other part of it is we don't know shit we could be so upset today and then tomorrow we realize the pick we ended up with works out better which uh, we'll get to when we get to yours but uh after george pickens congratulations uh noe i'm excited to see so his two picks drake london george pickens solid foundation and uh wide receivers to add on to etn's rookie year and kyle pitts Got a strong little foundation there. Uh, he's in Division Three this year. May not be there next year, but you will be, William. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pick number nine. Uh, this belonged to Work by way of Joe. I don't remember what the trade was. Is that like the Corey Davis trade? I feel like like no, I, Corey Davis wouldn't have been a first rounder. They traded last year at some point. Don't remember the deal. Either way. Warwick had it now and uh, ended up taking brother of Dalvin, James Cook. And uh, 
this actually touched on to one of my predictions and i will share that now who won't fall but should james cook we're not in a ppr league that team has its best running back at quarterback he throws it a ton and when he doesn't throw it a ton he runs it a ton they've already got zach moss and singletary there who already don't get a ton james cook's going to be a nice little pass catching back but don't foresee a lot of touchdowns. I'd say four at the most. Ton of receptions, ton of value there. But I'm, we're looking at a James White, Naheem Hines type. And in standard scoring, which we have, uh, he's not going to be worthwhile in my opinion. I might not even take him if he was a free agent. Harsh words about James Cook. Uh, was not big on him. And I meant that um, if he had been there in the fifth round, maybe. But... Uh, Maybe my hate has gone too far on him. I just think the value he's going to bring to a team like that is not one that translates to fantasy, particularly. Just like I said, Naheem Hines, um, his best case scenario maybe is a Kareem Hunt, but I don't think he's even close to that. So, uh, what do you guys think? Kind of the same. Um, I think honestly, like again, I did, I, out of laziness or just, I, you know, poor, um, uh, research. I didn't know much about him. The only thing I knew was that it was Dalvin Cook's brother. And I feel like the only hype he got, at least from us, from our group is the fact that his, his last name's Cook. Um, so I, yeah, I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have taken him even if he fell to like the, the very last, last pick of the first round. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. Yeah. I mean, other than his last name is Cook, didn't know much <laughs> about him. Um, I was surprised that he went that far. I thought that last name was going to open people's eyes like, oh, I need to draft him. But <laughs> he is in a tough spot. And um, like you said, you know, if they're not throwing the ball, Allen's running it. So tough situation for him. It is like they don't have a true bow cow like. When you think of Dalvin and the Vikings are inside the five, he's a threat to get the ball. Same with uh, Jonathan Taylor, same with Derrick Henry. But with the, the Buffalo, they're going to have four wide, wide receivers, and Josh Allen could just run it up the middle anytime. Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, the reason people won't love them, the reason they're running backs two and three, is because they're like between the 20s guys. They're going to like get handoffs here and there and hopefully yeah. break off big plays. But if they're inside the red zone or inside the 10, inside the five, they're not the first option and. It just over time it won't translate to major production. And that's sort of what I look for is like high upside. Who can get 10, 11, like even James Conner. James Conner is sort of the opposite. He won't get used a ton in between the 20s, but in the red zone, he'll pound in 11, 12, 13 touchdowns. And that's that adds up. For sure. William? Yeah, no, I think you guys bring up some very good points. I I don't know if I would have got him as soon as the war got him. You know, maybe I would have waited if I had him in the third round. Um, can y'all hear me? Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, maybe I would have got him, but I, I would have stashed. I would just stash him in the taxi squad for sure. What is so funny? <laughs> we we <laughs> we're here like every third word you say. It's really tough. <laughs> Oh, really? really? Can you hear me pretty clear? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, my thing is lagging in and out, so I got off the Wi-Fi. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> the, I was like, what the fuck is so funny? Um, <laughs> what I imagine, and this is, like, me just, like, thinking out loud is, uh, 
you know, if they get rid of, rid of uh, Singletary and Zach Moss, then he becomes the future back for that team. But even at that, like you said, Josh Allen is just a threat on the ground when it comes to the red zone. Like, he will run it in himself or pass the ball to, like, his tight end. Or it's just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a pretty pretty running back. But um, who knows what can happen in two years after, you know, stashing him in the taxi taxi um, spot. So, yeah, maybe. Well, like, I mean, that's a good point. Even if he was the only show in town, if uh, Singletary wasn't there, and I don't even know if Zach Moss made the team now that I think about it, but even if Singletary wasn't there, is he, he going to be the guy that gets goal line carries down in the red zone? Like, he's, I don't know. He's kind of just there. Like, honestly, I think he's like a Michael Carter right now. Like, that's his ceiling is just kind of being the other guy. Cause even if he was the only show in town, they would eventually bring in another bigger body, 210, 220-pound running back to kind of punch it up the middle. Uh, uh, this guy is not his brother in terms of like weight class and what he can do. Yeah. But um, We'll see. We'll play this tape back in a year and see whether or not we were right. <laughs> we're all wrong. Uh, all right. That takes us to pick number 10, first round. Isaac, this was your original pick that you had acquired from your cousin. Do you remember the deal you made for that? I do not. No. <laughs> so well, that's why I have you guys here for, <laughs> for the details. Um, however it happened, <laughs> it happened. And if I'm not mistaken, you fucked up. You had your yep. draft board. <laughs> you had your draft board on some kind of weird setting where you couldn't see the best available players. What happened? Yeah, I don't know if I just like fat fingered it, my iPhone or what happened, but the players that I wanted were not in the position that I, you know, I made, and I just completely skipped over Olav. Olav, is that how you say it? Olave, yeah. Olave, and um, yeah, it went to Fonz. Well, you would you would have taken Olave with your pick with pick ten. Uh, yeah. But instead, you ended up going with the Chargers' presumable, presumable backup and Isaiah Spiller, the rookie they took this year. They have been trying to replace Melvin Gordon for three years. They went with uh, Larry Roundtree two years ago, Josh Kelly last year, and now Isaiah Spiller. And they are 0 for 3 from my eyes from what you're hearing about Spiller so far. Uh <laughs> They're all trying to figure out who can be the one-two punch with Austin Eckler, uh, which mm-hmm. is actually good for you. Don't you own Eckler still? I do, yeah. So this was sort of your handcuff, if you mm-hmm. will, to it, if Spiller ends up being that guy. Um, the Chargers have since signed Sony Michelle, which I very generously offered to you in a trade for a fourth-round pick. And uh, you basically told me to eat shit. So yeah. <laughs> I'll give you Josh Kelly, dude. There's some buzz going around here. <laughs> um, yeah, I got Spiller, and uh, I like him. The only thing I don't like is that he's not the fastest, but he's a big back, and he's shifty. So yeah. I think he has potential to do good, and he's a good back catcher. So sure. um, hopefully he'll learn some stuff from Eckler. No shit. I mean, that's a big deal these days if you can uh, be a pass-catching running back in the backfield. And you think about it with Gordon and Eckler, like that one-two that they had, they were so deadly at the line between what the individual abilities those two guys had. Mm -hmm. Uh, But 
you didn't mean to take him, but you did take him. Maybe he'll yeah, but, learn your lesson next year. Yeah. I hope Olave does well for Franz. That's amazing. That sort of takes us into our next pick, which was, in fact, Franz, because you didn't take him. Franz did. And I was actively trying to trade with Franz on the spot. I was trying to move. Uh, I was trying to move into that pick because I, I saw a lava hit falling that far, and I was like, "Hey, your tight ends suck. Take Dawson Knox." And he goes, "I don't need tight ends." And I looked at his tight ends. and go, "Yes, you do. <laughs> you do need tight ends." But uh, he feels <laughs> differently. He's very confident in uh, Gerald Everett. And uh, I tried to make moves, and eventually it just said, "Like, all right, I don't. I don't have to make your pick." He took Olave, and I said, "Hey, that's who I wanted anyway. Now I can trade you straight up." Uh, to this date, no deal has been done, but I was uh, I was pretty happy with Fonz taking that pick overall. That may end up looking like one of the biggest deals of the draft when we look back on this in a year, if we see uh, how these players ended up doing. Um, a lot of people say he's pro-ready. He's in a solid offense, not the best, not the worst, uh, but uh, people have a lot of confidence. There's not a whole lot of uh, competition there in terms Jarvis Landry, 30 years old now. Michael Thomas has not been himself in two plus years, I should know. And, uh, you know, Jameis Winston likes to sling it. So there's a chance, you know, we're low on rookies who can be immediately relevant. I see, I feel like he's one of them, though. Yeah, all the all the mocks I saw or heard about, Olave went top five. So I was, wow. I was really surprised to see him fall that far. Well... He should have gone 10, if you ask Isaac. Should have. It's all good. It's all good, dude. It was a good pickup by my brother. Very good pickup. Good job, Fonz, which finally takes us to the final pick. We're almost an hour in. To the final pick of uh, the first round, which fell to you, Jose. This is really interesting because in a lot of people's mocks or rankings – I saw your pick, Garrett Wilson, as a top two wide receiver prospect. This is how much everyone in our league disrespects the Jets and doesn't believe in the Jets as a whole. That they totally took a shit and dropped him all the way to number 12. You asked me Garrett Wilson for Spiller or Cook or kind of just those two. (laughs) Those are the two that stand out the most. Uh, I wouldn't think twice about it. Uh, but as it stands at number 12, you, you didn't get pickings, but I thought you ended up with a pretty, pretty good guy overall. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I guess he's okay. I I think I'm happier with it now, uh, a week and a half after, right. Um, when, when Isaac made his pick and took Spiller at 10, I was like, okay, Olave or Wilson, like that's a pretty good deal. Um, but I really wanted Olave and I knew that was going to happen. So I was like, it's going to be Wilson. Which I'm fine with. Um, but yeah, no, um, also one of the names I saw going um, pretty high in, in, in some mocks and some, some articles I read um, and everything I heard. Um, but like I said it last year, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I just don't like Elijah Moore. Um, and then <laughs> the other receiver over there is, I don't want to say his name, but I hate him as well. Woo! Um, so Poor I'm really days. happy that Garrett Wilson is the next best over there um, and that he's on my team. Um, I'm okay with the receivers right now. So even if he doesn't pop off the first half of the season, not even if he doesn't pop off this, this season, like, um, I like the potential. Yeah. It's, it's sort of one of those things. And like, I I've learned the AJ Brown lesson and a lot of people have brought it up since 
when they say you sort of bet on talent, especially in a dynasty league. If they don't need to be relevant this year, if they are talented, take them. Because when A.J. Brown was drafted, they said Ryan Tannehill sucks ass. Derrick Henry runs that offense, and he's not going to stand out. And so A.J. Brown came out. They said, hey, guess what? Talent sort of won out this situation, and he ended up being you know, what a lot of people think is probably a top 10 dynasty wide receiver to this day. And yeah. so that's sort of the example I, I kind of fall to. So the Jets today, I mean, think about Buffalo three years ago. Everyone said Josh Allen was Jalen Hurts so that he can't throw. And if, like for that reason, a lot of people think Jalen Hurts is going to make the jump because they saw what Josh Allen did the first couple of years and said uh, his third season, he really just flourished. So Hurts has that opportunity. We really don't know. And so if the guy is talented, making splashes, I mean, he was a top 10 real life uh, NFL draft pick. Bet on talent. That's sort of my motto with it. So if Zach Wilson doesn't work, they're going to find somebody that does eventually. Yep. Um, Joe Flacco. <laughs> he's going to start. And funny enough, like, I don't know. I feel like he's better. Apparently he's looked better. No, I think I think I had a spot uh, on. I think it's just the amount of disrespect that this specific league has for uh, the Jets. Um I've grown to liking the Jets a little bit more because I've had no choice <laughs> in that matter because of the running back situation. But um, other than that, like, yeah, I would definitely be like, what the fuck? But yeah, solid pick, solid pick, Ds. Yeah, I like would take that. him at 12 all day. <laughs> we definitely yeah. heard every word you just For said. Sure. So. Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, so going from there, like I said, that took an hour to get through 12 picks. We're not going through four more rounds of this. So just from here on out players of note. So your brother, as it so happens, was the first pick of round two, Jahan Dotson. So Olave and Dotson, those are two receivers. A lot of people are high on. Um, so solid foundation there. I thought, um, pick, third pick of the second round. Joe took Mac Jones, which upset me because I cut Mac Jones. And if I could have gotten pick 13 in a trade for him, I would have done that a thousand times over. So I'm pretty upset that I just cut him and didn't try to shop him. Maybe just a lesson to everyone else that even if you don't think much of your player, somebody else might. So just put them out there and see if they do it. Um, absolutely would have <laughs> would have made that trade if I could have. Uh, wasn't huge on Mac. Thought I might get him back. Not super upset that I don't, but pretty upset that I didn't get the uh, third pick in the second round for it. And Isaac, no doubt you would have bitched about it if I would have made that trade and said I fucking robbed him for it. <laughs> <laughs> or never know. Uh, moving on. Uh, Rashad White went to Justin. Jalen Tolbert went to Joe. Alec Pierce, third wide receiver for your brother. Three, like, pretty well thought of uh Ricky wide receivers to your brother someone's bound to hit so he's gonna get somebody out of that group uh, and he has room for them on the right taxi squad right yeah I think he did I think he did uh so one two three four five six and then uh seventh pick of the second round pick 19 overall Brian Robinson went to Scott we all heard the unfortunate news about him Crazy thing about him, he he wasn't put on the season-ending IR. Like they think he might come back this season, which is nuts. I hope he does. It is wild. After that, Jose, you ended up taking the uh, the one who had less hype, but the first 
wide receiver drafted by the uh, Packers and Christian Watson. How are you feeling there? Like, obviously, Romeo Dubs had taken a lot of the preseason highlights and a lot of the camp buzz, but Watson was the first one taken off the real draft board. So, uh, yeah, not feeling great. I think I, I next best was my mindset there. Um, and the boards had Christian Watson there, and I was like, that's fine. Like, I don't care. Looking back at it, I'm seeing uh, Zamir Zeus White went right after, and I almost wish I would have done that instead. Um, or even Davis Price, um, or even Davis Price for the 49ers, because you never know with that backfield. Um, so, yeah, not, not feeling so hot about Christian Watson, but we'll see. Um, Aaron Rodgers probably has another year or two left. Um, I don't know, man. Not feeling great. They did take him first. They're not big on drafting wide receivers, as they've proven over the years. Um but like apparently he's a big unknown. Like he tests out of the gym, but he just doesn't have a whole lot of like college tape to him. I think Rogers has yeah. probably three to four years like of prime left in him, and if you can squeeze that out of him, like good enough. Um, yeah, Zamir White went after that, and that's the whole Raiders uh, situation. Davis Price, dude, I want no part of the Forty ers because. <laughs> like even if you get the number one running back that year, there's no like I, they've had a different leading running back three years in a row. They just keep like ask Isaac how he feels about Trey Sermon right now. I, I can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no that's the thing. Like you never know, you never know what you're gonna get. And I'm I'm a gambling man. I play a lot of roulette. Like the one in thirty five chance that it'll hit. Like yeah. that's what the 49ers backfield is. So it was like, well, if it happens this year, maybe it's next. Like who knows? But maybe he'll be on my team, right? So um, that's the only like in my mind. Like that would be the hype around Davis Price. Maybe so. Uh, as it turns out, Noe ended up taking Davis Price, so he is the gambling man on that one, along with his other two uh, wide receivers that we mentioned, Pickens and uh, Drake London in the first round. So he took a running back third or with his third pick, and then that took it to me. I had a couple sound mods on this. It was a little too long-winded, so I'll, I'll, I'll summarize in a shorter version. I came into the draft with three names on my mind. Wandale Robinson... Romeo Dubs, Khalil Shakir. And I was praying that all three were not there at this pick with uh, pick 23 in the second round. I'm sorry, uh, pick 11. Pick, yeah, 11 in the second round, 23 overall. But what fucked everything up is the fact that Daryl Henderson was there too. And all three guys were there plus Henderson. And I really had a tough call to make where I was thinking, am I competing this year or not? Am I going to make a push for this here or not? Because I remember Daryl Henderson being a terror uh, when he was the starting running back for the Rams and Cam Akers yeah. was out and Sony Michelle wasn't there yet. Sony Michelle is gone. Cam Akers is back. So there's a little bit of that to deal with. But I, I don't know. I just sort of freaked out and thought, God, this could be a solid depth piece. He's only, he's only in his fourth year in the league. He's great when he gets an opportunity. I just don't know if he'll get it. And with uh, Wandale and Dubs and Shakir being less proven, I ended up grabbing Henderson and fucking hating myself for it as soon as it as soon as it happened. But it may not have been the worst call because uh, one thing I talked about in my prediction was the fact that I hated that Jose Yu, Isaac, and Castro all had picks between my pick eleven and my next pick, which was uh, third round pick four. So I had five picks in between me. And I wasn't sure I'd get both. So 
As it turns out, Jose, you hedged your bets in the uh, Tennessee backfield, taking Haskins, the presumable Derrick Henry running back after that. It's a big fella. 6'2", 230. You know, you know I, I like my big guys at running backs. Yeah, God, like I, I, I try to get one every year, and last year it was Ramondre. Um, this year it's Hassan Haskins, so we'll see. So you and Haskins, uh, I noticed you reacted when Isaac took Spiller in the first round. So I, I like for a moment, I forgot you don't have Eckler anymore. I still associate you with Eckler because you defend him so much. But were you thinking that you might have gotten the next piece in that Chargers backfield? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, to, Isaac, to hear you say that was an accident and you, <laughs> you, you wanted Olave, I was like, shit. Um, yeah, because Spiller was the one. Like I didn't want to include Spiller's name in my prediction. Um, that I had sent you, Mario, because I didn't want to put it out there. So I was like, oh, <laughs> like if he's there, you know, maybe I'll take him. But absolutely, um, well, I don't know, right? Like Garrett Wilson or Spiller, I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's Wilson, right? But yeah, that's why I had that reaction on draft night. Um, so I saw that and I was like, oh, of course he reacts that way. He has Eckler, and like, I like to this day, I just remembered you don't have Eckler anymore. It took me eight days to remember that. Uh, that was but, that brilliant of a trade Isaac and I had the the well balanced trade that we both benefited yep. off of each mm-hmm. other. It's it's it was it was it was magic. Extra for Adams seems to be straight up as we see it now, and which goes to show we don't know shit. So, uh, Haskins, you hedged your bets there in case uh, uh, Henry goes down, but you don't have Henry anymore. I just realized that you traded him for Zeke last season. Yeah. And if Castro was on this call, he would absolutely have something to say, or at least a, an odd, an, an odd look to give me <laughs> for trading away Derrick Henry. But hey, that's okay. you did the math on it, Zeke. You needed Zeke in that win in your playoff game. Uh, so after you was Warwick, he ended up taking David Bell, wide receiver in Cleveland, and then. Here we go. Castro, just like I was worried about. Romeo Dubs, uh, second wide receiver, rookie wide receiver drafted out of Green Bay. But between Lazard, an injured Christian Watson, and Romeo Dubs, who has looked good in preseason, it's anyone's guess who's going to stand out. Uh, and, you know, don't forget Sammy Watkins is there too. He's a veteran. He's probably going to get a lot of the starting snaps. But Dubs is somebody I really wanted to look forward to. And Stash didn't turn out to be that way which led to your pick, Isaac Wandale Robinson, the other guy I had eyes on. Some of my reservations, the fact that he's a giant, the fact that he's 5'7". And, uh, what? Yeah, he's like another like uh, Rondale Moore, just tiny guy, tiny mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, what competition is there? They hate Sterling Shepard. They hate <laughs> uh, the other guy whose name I can't remember. Kadarius Tony. If he plays, is fine, but he was drafted by the previous coaching staff. This coaching staff drafted this guy and like him and think he could have a shot out of the slot to produce right away. So, Oh, you're talking about Kenny Galladay. If Henderson wasn't there, <laughs> I forgot about Galladay. Of course you know. <laughs> I forgot about Galladay. Yeah, Gallaudet. I dropped him. But uh, uh, you ended up taking Wandale Isaac. Uh, thoughts there? Uh, yeah, I mean, just like you said, there's really nobody at the Giants. You know, somebody <laughs> has to be the number one, and everybody liked him. I think he's going to have a good connection with Danny Dimes. Um, and he's a small guy, again, like Rondell Moore. Um, so I think he's going to go good there, and I think he's going to be one of those sleeper dudes that just, you know, I got lucky. <laughs> Dumb luck. Did you, 
Did you taxi him or he's in your starting lineup? Uh, he's not going to start. He's on the bench. My taxi is okay. full of uh, <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> okay. We'll take a look. Uh, so here's nonsense. why I'm not super upset. Because if I had taken Wandale, which probably would have been my number two, I know Castro was eyeing Khalil Shakir. So Shakir might have gone to your cousin prior to that. Who knows what you would have done at that point. But as it turns out, because I took Henderson, your cousin took Dubs, you took Wandale. I ended up getting Shakir, who was actually maybe the guy I wanted the most in terms of like offense and uh, role and longevity. Like He may not be relevant this year behind Jamison Crowder and Isaiah McKenzie, who are both there. But if Josh Allen's going to be there slinging the way he is and – um, you know, Stefan Diggs kind of gets out of the way in a couple of years and who knows what Gabe Davis is going to turn into, but if he can get that slot role and be as good as he has looked in preseason, like I'll be real happy to have him. I did manage to secure him with the three, four. It seemed like there was no combination that was going to get me all three guys, but no, like no matter how it sliced out. So I at least got one of them and I'm okay there. For sure. I would have gone dubs. No, oh, I, that's you? the guy I was planning for. And then I saw that my cousin took him. And uh, I got Rondo. Yeah. So if I, yeah, if I had gone uh, Wandale, your cousin would have taken Dubs. I don't know who you, or he might have taken. No, he would have taken Dubs. He took Dubs over Shakira. I don't know who you would have taken at that point if Dubs and Wandale were both gone. No idea. I didn't plan that just, far ahead. <laughs> just tell me it was Shakira. Make me feel better that I couldn't have gotten both. So. Done. Um, after that, Done. another super. Uh, Buzzy guy was Isaiah Pacheco, which went to your brother, William. Yeah, another good pick. We'll see. Um, God, whose draft has fallen further than CEH? People think he just can't play football anymore. Yeah, not not an exciting time for uh, CEH at all. Actually, I'm worried about Justin's backfield. You know what? I don't know three guys who have fallen further than Josh Jacobs. Antonio Gibson and Clyde Edwards. <laughs> and I told Justin, like, everyone hates all three of you starting running backs. Like, they've got nothing but down. Do y'all remember me calling it out? I don't I don't know if it was the beginning of last you year did. or the end of you the prior. Did. And I was like, you know what? I'm not excited. I think it was uh, CEH and Josh Jacobs. And I, <laughs> it was and last I year. I said that on a podcast episode. And then, it, and then Justin reacted after. And I think he had said, like, like, trust me, it's going to be okay, or, like, my backfield's fine, or don't worry about it. And I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Like, I'm, I'm just being an asshole, I guess. Like, a um, couple years down the road, like, I don't know, man. I guess the I entire like fantasy community is being an asshole then because nobody likes those guys right now. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Antonio Gibson's stock salvaged a little bit because he went and shot his teammate. Yeah, he planned it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> He fucking planned it. Uh, okay. Collision. Don't want to spend too much more time on the draft. William, you ended up taking Isaiah Likely, the buzzy tight end out of uh, Baltimore. Have you uh, have you heard of Mark Andrews? Uh, no, nah, who's that? Who's that guy? Is he, is he good? <laughs> One good preseason game, and you fucking take a third round. Nah, I don't, he's not my now guy. He's my, <laughs> my taxi squad guy. He's, yeah. he's going to be the next man up. And I'm excited what I'm what I what the buzz is for him. So no disrespect to Mark Andrews. All right. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. Apparently, like nobody thinks they have any decent pass catchers. It's like 
Andrews, uh, Rondale, no, Rashad Bateman, and Isaiah Likely. Like, he's number three automatically just because there's nobody else there. But um, outside of that, other big, buzzy rookie names, I secured Malik Willis with the 11th pick in the third round. He's going to sit and uh, wait as I just try and draft the next Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts. (laughs) He's waiting for somebody who can run. Uh, Jose, you went John Mechie, a guy that I thought might fall further because he's injured, uh, really good in college, but and went to the Texans, a shitty situation. But uh, you grabbed him last round of the or last pick of the third round, yeah. Um, super talented, yes, he's injured, but that was just a pure strategic play, uh, so that he wouldn't go to anyone, uh, in the next round, and he's just gonna be an IR stash sure. for the year. I keep waiting for some of my guys to get injured so I can, like, I don't have a kicker right now. (laughs) I'm waiting. Um, Other rookies, uh, Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh went to work. Um, Desmond Ritter went from Atlanta, went to you, Isaac. Fuck you. You don't have enough quarterback. Trey Lance, (laughs) Jalen Hurts, you got to take more quarterbacks. Like a stash him. Wow, dude. That many quarterbacks. Um, I think that was it for the big name rookies. Uh, Fonz went Kyron Williams. We'll see what he turns into with the uh, Rams. Uh, Jerome Ford out of Cleveland. You just want the next Nick Chubb, don't you, William? You fucking took to my uh, uh, what's that? What's that running back's name? Not to Michael Hastings. Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he did well last forward. year. He had a nice preseason. He, I saw that. Yeah, well, Darius Johnson had a good season last year when Kareem Hunt and Chubb were hurt. Remember, he went and showed up, and yeah. there was all oh, this buzz that. around Darius. Yeah, I remember. That's the only reason why I kept him. But yeah, I'm hoping for the next next guy. We'll see. Just lottery tickets, lottery yep. tickets. Um, and then Tyler Beatty, a popular rookie out of Baltimore, has since been cut. That went to Scott. I don't think Scott's going to win best draft again this year. It's going to be tough to repeat. I think my brother got it. Your brother had a good one. He also, I skipped over it. He took uh, Tyquan Thornton, another popular like late round wide receiver for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So Stacked on receivers, man. That was a good pick. He had a good draft. He had a good draft. Then he took that Kyron Williams. I think he had the back. best, that, that Thornton guy, I think he had the best like 40 timers. Or it was up there. I Did think. he? Yeah. I, th- I think that was him. I think early money is agreed that uh, front runner for best draft might be Fonz. So congrats, Fonz. And then he made all kinds of insane free agent moves in the last like five days. He did all kinds <laughs> of cuts and ads. So happens when he has too much time and he roster beats <laughs> every day. <laughs> uh, parting words since we did not get to get to Castro's uh, input on this. Uh, he left me a pretty brief note on uh his thoughts of this draft so i'll show that now i don't give a fuck what happens in this draft there you have it there's the analysis from castro i have to for one thing who's that's what he gives me Hmm? i at least provide content well i just love how he was like i don't have time for that like everything's in front of like he just needs his phone (laughs) in a a quiet room like he's like i don't have time for that what do you mean he recorded that right next to me because I was like, hey, did you turn in your video? Like uh, like if I'm in class, like, hey, yeah, did you turn it in? He's like, no, I don't give a shit. Like, you know what? I'll do you it right now. turn in your video? <laughs> He's like, I don't give a fuck about this draft. I didn't think he was serious this... about sending that, though. Yep, I got it. 
the spot he was uh he probably would have been most valuable in is that like end of the second early third like that little Wandale Romeo uh Shakir mix up but who the fuck knows thanks Castro for nothing uh but all right I and I I thought he would have traded in into the first round and that that I think that was like my bold pick yeah. of the of of my recording and I think it was after Pickens went uh, after Noe drafted Pickens or maybe it was before that when Scott took Burks but I heard him say at the table he was like oh shit like maybe I should have been in this first round and then in my head I was like oh do it trade in <laughs> trade in <laughs> just so you could be right just to say I'm right. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the call to be fair I only I only produced what we were correct about I left off the things we were wrong about. Uh, I thought Pacheco would go Sounds higher. Uh, he went third round, pick five. I thought he might have gone like mid second with how crazy the buzz had gone around him, but yeah. fell a little bit. Oh, that was another Fonz pick. Yeah, Fonz gonna be. Yep, Fonz gonna be my uh, the uh, odds on favorite to win best draft, but we'll see. To the end of the year. Boner alert. Uh, that took a substantial amount of time. We're not gonna have time to do everything I had sort of outlined. Um, but thinking about where we're at in the uh, calendar and the fact that we're on the verge of week one, by the time this airs, we might be Ooh. on the eve of uh, Bill's Rams season opener, which is in just three days now. Tuesday was it? Yeah, three days. So uh, I think it's time for the refreshed 2022 <gasps> updated as of an hour ago. Keep trade cut. Rankings as we hold come on, hold in. On. Let's go. Real quick. Let's ride. Real quick before we get there. Real quick. Yeah. In case some of you guys don't know, I want to say this real quick. All right. I'm sorry, Isaac. But I took some beers. I took a bag full of beers to Mr. D's place. Right. And I said, huh, this is my plan. This is my evil plan. What Mario did to me, I'm going to do to D's. So I left it there when he went to go take a shit and roster bait or whatever. And put it in his guest room, and stashed it, and put and left it in the dark. I left the the uh, the the shit bowl fucking trophy, the last place trophy that Warwick should have. I put it there. I got a call a few days later, Facetime while I was at work, <laughs> and I guess D's hung up. And then I was like, okay, that was weird. So I text him. Was like, hey, did you mean to Facetime me? He just said yes. And I was like, oh, shit, he's mad. And I know why he's mad. So I FaceTimed him back. He's sweating. He's, like, clearly just got done working out. And he's like, I'm here trying to, like, do laundry and just got done working out, feeling good. And what do I find? What the fuck is this? And he's just upset. It's just like, why did you do this? I didn't want this shit in my house. And I was just laughing. I thought it was hilarious. But I did it. I got the shit bowl trophy in Deez's house. Thank you. The right way to go about that is to mail the trophy yourself um, <laughs> to the next Shipple recipient. However, yes, William did leave the Shipple trophy in my home. I welcomed you into my home, and this man disrespects me, goes into a room unannounced, and 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 just opens the door. I guess the door was open. Shirt. I don't know what the fuck he did. Goes, puts it on the nightstand, um, and yeah, I didn't find it until that day. I was just got done working out. I went to that room to find a clean shirt. And when I uh, found that shirt, I also found that stupid ass trophy in my home. Um, so, uh, yeah, now I am having, oh, actually, I, I packaged the trophy up. And I will have all three of you know that um, I used a pair of kitchen tongs to grab it, uh, to drop it in a, a bubbly envelope. 
uh, wrapped it up, put tape, and it's ready to go out tomorrow. But I did not want to touch it. Um, <laughs> superstitious about that. But yes, thank you, William, for for that move. That was for that dick move. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate it. I thank you, William. At least when I, I did it, you fucking own. Like you had something to do with it. D's had nothing to do with the shit bowl. You were the previous owner and didn't do your job. No, there was no clarification of how this works. So um, I just just give it to you guys. Work was supposed to come by one weekend, you said, and I, as I expected, I wasn't going to see him. And I said, you're probably going to talk to him or see him before I do. Um, but I don't know where the hell he's at now or what he's doing. But yes, next time. That toilet ship trophy out. should have been on so many adventures around the world, and we should add so many photos to share of it, but it is not made. It. That is your fault, William. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it, should, it, should, it should be out to work uh, this week. It should be in his hands before the before the uh, Thursday night game, hopefully. Work, send us a picture so we can confirm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if it's in there. Uh, we'll have to post that. And I also paid his $100 fee in. You did pay. Actually, to this date, everyone but Justin has paid. Good job, League. 11 out of 12. All right. Let's continue with this, what you were saying. Sorry to side. Yeah. Track you this. actually reminded me, if we did have time for an open, you guys have a little uh, pre-draft party the night before the draft that I was hoping to uh, tap into <laughs> and get some details on. <laughs> but lucky for Isaac, we're going to wait. <laughs> Until Will's connection is not shit, and we can hear another version of it. Uh, While you're here now, though, Isaac, and we can understand you, is there anything you want to say in defense before... (laughs) Fuck my cousin. cousin. (laughs) He said nothing. Fuck my cousin. Uh, Fair enough. All right. We'll see if we can get into that uh, next episode. Uh, But, all right. We'll wrap this show okay. up with okay. um, the Keep Trade Cut rankings. This is going to be new to Noe and Joe so that they understand. Um, there is a site that gives um, point values to players in terms of their dynasty. It pretty much goes from 0 to 100. And um, the way it totals your total roster value is accumulative. So you might have six quarterbacks and rank first in QB. It doesn't mean you have the best quarterback. It just means – your point value totaled to the highest amount. But in terms of your entire roster makeup, it's going to give a point total into who they think has the best long-term outlook in terms of dynasty. What I like about this site is that it will also give you who has the best outlook today, this year, who has the best starting lineup. And I like that we're doing it now because uh, free agents have been picked up, rookies have been drafted. We are as sharp as we can be. I went back and listened to our episode last year. We did it like in April prior to the draft. And so a lot of the players wow. that were like uh, uh, weighed and measured for our rankings were like not on our teams by the time the the uh, season has had actually started. But for what it's worth, last season Jose it ranked you and I one and two. Just saying, you and I met in the finals. So Castro, true <laughs> Castro, maybe not so far fetched after all as you uh, <laughs> ate shit in the second round of the tra- of the playoffs. Suck it, Castro. Damn. <laughs> All right, so here we go. In terms of long-term overall dynasty outlook, 12th place, just as we did last year. That's you, William. <laughs> Me. Redo it. Team team to redo it. This is refreshed <laughs> as, as of an hour ago. 
it shows, okay, you're 12th in QB. Again, you have one QB on your roster. If you had more, maybe you have more. But I will say in terms of 0 to 100, which is how these players were ranked, Tua scored a 30. So not the best. And that is your <laughs> only QB right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just so you know, I said there's two different types of ranks. 12th place in terms of long-term, in terms of short-term, best possible starting lineup. And this uh, accounts like what each player's projection is uh, for the entire season and what you can start. And it knows we have two flexes. Uh, you ranked 11th, not last. Didn't come in last place. But mm-hmm. it thinks you will be the 11th worst team in our league in terms of starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. 12th place in QB, 4th place in running back. DeAndre Swift scored a 75. Kenneth Walker scored a 56. Chase Edmonds scored a 32. Michael Carter, a 29. That's where you stand there. This is out of 100, again. Uh, wide receiver, you ranked 10th. It gave Tyreek a 60. Rashad Bateman, a 55. Gabe Davis, a 46. Brandon Cooks, a 41. Those are your top guys there. Again, 10th place. Tight end. Mike Kosicki, a 28. Isaiah Likely, a 12. You scored 11th in the league. So you are bottom three in every category possible except for running back. That's good. <laughs> Moving on, move on my way up. Shitbo's not coming back to me, though. Uh, Only up from here, right? Yeah, go oh, yeah. Keep your fucking draft yeah. picks. You'll notice the category you're best in, running back, DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Walker, your top two, those are first-round picks that you kept. Mm-hmm. Keep your damn picks. All right. Well, I, yeah. Moving on. Long-term outlook, ranked number 11. This is going to be a stunner for some. Steven Miller, number 11. Oh. oh. Team total, William, yours was 720. Miller's is 870. So still 150 points clear clear of you. But Until the season starts. His long-term outlook <laughs> is rough. Um, interestingly enough, best starting lineup in terms of what he could do this year, he ranks second. So very much the LA Rams in terms of complete veteran talent that can compete immediately. So a team built for today. Uh, fourth in QB, led by Josh Allen, who's probably one of the best QBs you can have. First in running back, Jose. He has your Derrick Henry. He has my Dalvin Cook. He has Cam Akers, who somehow scored a 54. Ugh. And he has Leonard Fournette. And Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is his fifth running back in a 12-team dynasty. So uh, Yeah, man. He's got tons of depth there. Uh on the other side of the spectrum, though, he ranked last in wide receiver. He's got Hollywood Brown as his one, Amari Cooper as his two, and Michael Thomas as his three. Now, Mike Thomas, last time we saw him at full strength, was a monster. Uh, set the NFL record for most receptions, most receptions in a single season. Uh, that was with Drew Brees. That was with Sean Payton. That was with a healthy Mike Thomas. Uh, but we'll see what he has left in the tank. Uh, those are pretty much all of his key players there. Tenth, tenth place, that belongs to Scott. Total team score of eight seventy seven point nine. Best twenty twenty two starting lineup rank is also tenth. So they think he's right where he's gonna be as he comes forward. Uh, fifth in QB, Justin Herbert scored a sixty seven. 11th and running backs. He's got Elijah Mitchell, who, again, 49ers, question marks. 
Uh, Damian Harris, a lot of people think he has fallen in uh, favor of Ramondre Stevenson, who belongs to you, Jose. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Devin Singletary is his third best. And then, of course, Brian Robinson, um, unfortunately, will not turn into what we thought this season. Uh, he middle of the pack at wide receiver, six. Jalen Waddell scored a 66. Um, Elijah Moore a 56. Traylon Burks a 53. Allen Robinson a 45. Like a lot of those guys, like that's fine. If he was uh, stronger at a couple other positions, maybe it's okay. Um, that pretty much does it there, which takes us to ninth. Ninth. Any guesses? Is it me? I want to say Fonz <laughs> or Warwick. Isaac, what did you say? Uh, is it me? It's not you, Isaac. Justin. Jose, right on the money. It was Fonz. Dang. Team score of 890. Um, 11th in QB, but again, he only has one, so I don't buy that. He's got Dak. Dak's fine. Uh, sixth in running backs, Joe Mixon with a 63. A.J. Dillon with a 55, David Montgomery with a 48, but he has Montgomery's handcuff in Khalil Herbert, so he's kind of good there. Third and wide receivers. Uh, good job, Fonz. 76 for C.D., 55 from Alave, uh, 54 from Chris Godwin, 43, Jahan Dodson, 32, Alec Pierce, and uh, Tyquan Thornton only has a 21. We'll see. Like A lot of the numbers, when I went to listen back, had players like super low who just shot up. Like these rookies are definitely wild cards. Hey, uh, Fonz, if you remember, Mr. I'm good on tight ends, you ranked 12th in tight end with all four of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Tyler Higby scored a 15. Gerald Everett scored a 14. Logan Thomas scored a 10. Matt Bushman, whoever the fuck that is, he actually scored a zero. <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, and your best starting lineup, where the league thinks you will finish this year, seventh place, just outside of the playoff bubble. All right, that takes us to eighth overall. Long-term um, outlook belongs to Joe, new owner Joe. Um, best starting lineup for 22 has him ranked first, so definitely a team – Ready I to win that. now. I believe he has the highest projection in week one as we sit here. He has nothing but studs across his starting lineup. Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, James Conner, Damian Pierce, Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, Mike Williams. Alan Lazard is his fourth. They think Alan Lazard is a wide receiver one in Green Bay this year. And that is his fourth. And he's got Jalen Tolbert uh, as his fifth option with Travis Kelsey. Like This team is ready to go now um it's interesting to me the two teams that we think are most ready to boom joe and miller also ranked bottom five in terms of long-term outlook so interesting to manage you know what guys we play for the rings we acknowledge who does not have rings everyone in this room actually has some we have one two three four we have six of the eight rings between us actually let's go we're horsemen here as i think about it um that definitely gets your name in the history books um i think joe and miller are both playoff teams they're probably both division one teams after this year uh unless barring injury like those those rosters are going to be tough it's gonna be tough to deal with um so the fact that you're ranked eighth don't let that um 
deter you too much, Joe. You're definitely you might make a couple moves here and there to secure some more draft capital, maybe. But as far as this year, uh, you're as as good a bet to win as anybody. Solid, my guy. All right, that takes us to the last rank in the bottom half of the league, number seven. Isaac, don't you worry, it's not you. You're in the top half. <laughs> It belongs to Warwick. Warwick scored the seventh best outlook. Um, best starting lineup for this year. He ranked last. He's the one person you beat, Will. Um, his, it's, and it's because he has Ouch. no running backs. James Cook is his number one at 45 points. Tyler Algier oh, is shit. his number two at 30. And Jamal Williams is his number three. Uh, he ranks last in the running back category. Uh, tight ends, he's got Hawkinson and Waller. Wide receivers, T. Higgins, D.J. Moore, Darnell Mooney, Juju, and David Bell, the rookie. Like Those guys are fine. Uh, it's really running backs that he needs help. But it's interesting. The fact that he ranks seventh means they think his outlook is good. He has two first-round picks next year, and if one of those is his and he does, in fact, finish the worst, he's got high odds at a high pick, and next year's class is supposed to be mm. good. So he could... Um, secure those holes really quickly. Uh, so we'll see. Sorry, I think I left the team total off the last three guys. So um, Scott was 877. Fonz was 890. Uh, Joe was 908. And Warwick is 922. So now we are in the top half. Top half. <laughs> William, you and your brother, out. Isaac, you and your cousin, still in. These, you and I, still in. Mm-hmm. Number six, Justin, is Castro. Ooh. <laughs> somewhere, suck it. Somewhere he's cursing. He's cursing this site and saying it's bullshit. And uh, we'll watch him win this year. But uh, his team total uh, works was nine twenty two. Castro's is nine twenty seven. So not by much. Um. It's got Joe Burrow at a 56, Jonathan Taylor, 99, about as high as it gets, Najee at a 76, Alvin Kamara at a 55. He ranks third among um, running backs. His weakness, wide receiver, he ranks 11th. DK Metcalf has a, a middle school quarterback throwing to him right now. He scored a 61, and that's his, <laughs> uh, that's his best wide receiver on staff. Uh, Kadarius Toney scored a 43. But we just talked about how we think that job might go to Wandale like any time now as the slot, and that guy can't stay healthy. DeAndre Hopkins does drugs, and he's suspended for six years. He's his number three. And then he's got uh, Romeo Dubs, DJ Chark, and Odell Beckham, who's not on the team right now. So wide receiver, glaring weakness. And you'll remember last year for Najee, he traded every wide receiver in the book to get that number one pick. Yep. Was it worth it? Uh, this close, this close, <laughs> but he didn't make it. Uh, tight end, he ranked eighth. Uh, David Njoku, Jelani Woods, Hayden Hurst, bunch of guys. But draft capital, he's crushing everybody. He owns three first round picks next season. Thank you, William. Thank you, Fonz. You royal, royally fucked that You're one welcome. up. So- <laughs> You're welcome. It's not going to be a high pick. Yeah. Well, win some games. Win some games and we'll see. Oh, I will. All right. All right. Number five. 
uh, in his first inaugural year belongs to hey. Noe. Uh, team total of 928, just barely aged out Castro. Mm-hmm. Second in QBs with Trevor Lawrence, Derek Carr, and Matt and Zach Wilson leading the way. And pretty much dead even rest of the way. Seventh in running backs, Travis Etienne, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders, and Tyrion Davis-Price. Wide receiver, Cooper Cup, Drake London, Cortland Sutton, George Pickens. Uh, those two picks, Drake London, George Pickens, definitely added to the depth. So solid overall. Chase Claypool is his five. If Chase Claypool turns into anything this year, uh, whether it's a usable piece or a trade piece, like that's that's a good spot to be in. He ranks, yeah. ranks six in tight end, but that's because he has one tight end. That's Kyle Pitts. Realistically, that's probably third in terms of overall talent behind Andrews and Kelsey. Yep. So uh, he does still have his first round pick next year and uh, for 2024. So we'll see with the long-term outlook. His best starting lineup rank for this season is ninth. It does not project him as a playoff team. Uh, I did say Warwick's. I did not say Castro's. It has Castro's as fifth. It thinks he's barely getting in. It doesn't give a fuck about his three running backs. It thinks his wide receivers <laughs> are going to ruin him. And uh, Castro actually plays Joe, powerhouse Joe, week one. We'll see how that turns out. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. We're into the final four here. Jose, Justin, myself, and Isaac, we are the last four as we get into it. Let's go. Number four <laughs> is in this room. And it belongs to Isaac. Oh, hey. I was going to say. <laughs> Your cousin's still pissed. He should be happy about that. He's mad <laughs> sober. <laughs> when I listened to last year's episode and he got fifth and you got fourth, he just goes, how? How? It's <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. Uh, you rank first in QBs because you fucking draft them when you don't need them. Um <laughs> It actually has Trey Lance ranked higher by 0.03 than Jalen Hurts. Uh, 49.37 to 49.34. Uh, obviously, the fantasy community pretty high on what uh, Trey Lance can do this year. I've heard some different rumblings after Jimmy Garoppolo resigned, maybe some shakes in confidence, but lucky you, you don't have to worry because you still have Hurts. So you're still fine. Nope. Uh, running back ranking, it has you ranked 10th for your long-term outlook. Austin Eckler, solid, scored you a 61, but your number two is Isaiah Spiller. Scored you a 35, James Robinson, 31, Zemir White, 31, Chubba Harvard, 15. So it drops off quite a bit. Obviously, Trey Sermon is down there too, out of 15. <laughs> uh, what do, He went to Philly, right? Uh, he went somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. He's I, an eagle. He's an eagle. He's a, yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh. Any thoughts there behind Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott? I don't like to wish evil on anybody, but, <laughs> you know. Dang, is that what we're doing? <laughs> I'd love to have a starting <laughs> running back. <laughs> I, th- I think Trey Sermon for you is Corey Davis for me, Isaac. It might be. Yeah. Trey Sermon might be out of the league in like two years, this pace. I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> just forget him out of your life. Um, wide receiver, definitely ranked higher. Uh, you scored a 99.96 for Jamar Chase. That might be the highest score in the entire uh, programming, now that I look at it. 
Uh, Michael Pittman scored you a 61. Jerry Judy a 55. Sky Moore a 49. Brandon Ayuk a 48. And even Wandale got you a 31. So lots of wide receiver depth there. Uh, running back. Running back's what you need. And you do have your first and second rounders next year. So maybe you can correct that as the season ends. Uh, your season-long ranking, it has you at sixth in terms of the best starting lineup for projections. Again, these are all projections. We don't know. But... <laughs> We'll take a look at the end of the year and see how accurate it was. Um, it has you at 10th and tight end. Cole Komet only scored a 34, but I've heard a lot of buzz about him this year in terms of people thinking he might finally take that leap. They just think he was incredibly unlucky in terms of touchdowns. Yeah, I, I think the same thing. Um, just unlucky, and uh, I think he's going to approve it this year. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, your total team score was a 9.36 to Noe's 9.28. Third place belongs. It's a pretty big jump from 9.36 to 9.77. It belongs to me. My first time out of the top two since I started looking at this site. And um, no coincidence, it's after I got rid of Dalvin Cook. He's no longer on my team. Um no surprise here. I ranked 10th in quarterbacks because I haven't had one since Deshaun Watson uh, decided to redefine what a massage meant. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> Justin Fields ranks as my best QB out of 35. I have five quarterbacks on my roster, and I'm still 10th. <laughs> like, even adding all their points together, I'm still 10th. Running backs, though, different story. My boy Javante... 74, Brees Hall, 70, Nick Chubb, 59, and then it drops off. Alexander Madison at 30, and so on and so forth. But I rank second overall for running backs. Uh, wide receivers, middle of the pack. My boy Jay Jeff, 0. 0.01 behind Jamar Chase. Jamar had a 99.96. Jefferson has a 99.95. Uh, so obviously passed on him last year for Javante, but being that Javante is my number one running back right now, I think uh, I think it sucks. There was no winning unless I could have both, but I had to balance my team. So Jefferson, number one, A.J. Brown, still scored a 66, and then it drops off kind of quite a bit. Nico Collins is my three. Uh, we'll see if MVS or Van Jefferson or Khalil Shakir uh, raise their stock, but right now they're all in the 20s. Tight end wrecking, number two, Mark Andrews, my boy, 67. Dawson Knox, 33. I'm trying to move him. Nobody's interested so far. Um, and that takes us... I'm sorry, I didn't say uh, my best starting lineup rank is fourth, so it has me as a playoff team this year. All right. Second place, long-term outlook. Jose, it's just you and Justin with a score of 100.16. Justin is number two. <laughs> For a long-term outlook, it has him ranked eighth for best starting lineup, so not a playoff team. But um, he's got Lamar, and he's got Deshaun Watson at QB. He ranks eighth at running back, as we talked about. Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson. It actually has Tony Pollard ranked higher than CEH right now, who's not even really? a starter on his own team. Oh, um, yeah, Yeah, people are so down on CEH. All these Damn. guys. Even Josh Jacobs, his number one, ranks as a 44. So not great. His saving grace, number one ranking wide receiver, Stephon Diggs, Jamison Williams, Devonta Smith, 
Amandra St. Brown, Rondale Moore, Hunter Renfro, Michael Gallup, and Jarvis Landry is like his seventh wide receiver. He's stupid deep at that position. Unfortunately, we're not PPR, so only so much you can extract from that. Uh, tight end, he ranks seventh. Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard, those are both just, you know, guys. One of them will be top five probably, but uh, you just got to figure out which. So, Jose, uh, Justin had a 100.15. You have a 104.64. You lead the pack go, in terms man. of long-term dynasty outlook, and your 2022 rank behind Miller, behind Joe, is third. So, still has you as a playoff team for this season, ready to compete and try and defend your 2021 title. You ranked eighth at QB with Kyler scoring a 56 and Russ scoring a 42. Uh, fifth at running back, Saquon with a 61, Zeke with a 45, Ramondre with a 42, has Rashad Penny at a 33, which kind of feels right. A lot of people still, they're not sure like which Rashad is the real Rashad, if it was who he was the first four years of his career or who the fuck he became in the last like eight weeks last season. <laughs> uh, you rank number two at wide receiver. Debo 67, Devontae 62, Deontay 56, Garrett Wilson, your number 12 pick, 54, Keenan Allen 49, and then Watson with a 38. Like Adam Thielen is your seventh worst receiver in terms of long-term outlook. So good standing there. And then third at tight end, Kittle with a 54, and Fryermuth, who might supersede him within the next couple of years, at a 40. Um those are your rankings. Holy shit. Those are our long-term outlook rankings uh, as of now. So to recap, William, last. I give a <laughs> shit. I'm going to make this data wrong. It's my job. I was, I was too slow on the button. Take that for data. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. William, 12, Miller, 11, Scott, 10, Bonds, 9, Joe, 8, Work 6, Castro, I'm sorry, Work 7, Castro, 6, Noe, 5, Isaac, 4, uh, I am 3rd, Justin, 2nd, Dees, you are 1st. But for this year, for this season, who do they think? Work last, William, 11th. Take that for data. <laughs> uh Scott 10, <laughs> Noe 9, Justin 8, Bonds 7, and then everyone else that has in the playoffs, Isaac 6, Castro 5, me 4, Jose U3, Miller 2, uh Joe number 1. That's going to be and what's funny looking at this site, Joe and Miller have the highest projection for week 1 going into the season. I'm playing oh. spoiler. I'm going to fuck all this up. I'm going to fuck it all up, dude. It's my job. Get ready. <laughs> so, again, uh, just for fun, basic rankings. Uh, some analysis has gone into it. But a fun way to see what holes you have, what holes other teams have in terms of rankings. Like, I can see Isaac's ranked number one at QB. I fucking believe that. <laughs> uh, Miller's ranked pretty high at QB. Um, Justin Jose high at wide receiver. Me and Warwick high at tight end. So if you're looking to buy or looking to sell, like glance at this site. We'll share the link. Just look, you know, it kind of makes things easier and consolidates stuff so you're not just scrolling through rosters. But um, as that stands, we're approaching the two-hour mark. I had 
lots more stuff to get to, but uh, I think we've kind of we're about to pumpkin out of here um, in terms of content, and uh, hopefully we can get back to it maybe Thursday night. Hopefully not during the game. Fuck, that's like I don't know. We'll talk about. It. Uh, we'll record at some point, but we'll have to preview. Week one matchups, and uh, there's a fun little streaks game I have that talks about what all of our trends have been, and we can talk about whether or not those are going to happen uh, heading into last season or next this season. That'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Some more content, but I don't think it's worth getting into. I think uh, I think we've gone as long as we maybe need to. Well, I appreciate you filling in for your cousin. Um, I don't know if you had anything top of mind, but this is your chance to voice it and talk all the shit you talk to us on a nightly basis <laughs> about who has stupid trades, what rules suck, mm-hmm. who does this. I'm excited to start the season. Uh, <laughs> I have a team that's going Thursday. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody else has players this Thursday. Uh, Any of you guys? I need my boy Van Jefferson to. Uh, are you gonna start him? Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know who has Stafford. I just said it, but I don't know who has him. Scott. Scott has Stafford. No, he's got Herbert, so he's gonna sit him. Um, so I'm up against Allen, so say a prayer for me. Oh shit! You go against Miller Week One. Yep. Oh shoot. Yeah. Miller's going to make a case to get out of uh, Tier 2 and climb into Tier 1 next year. Hey, good luck, Miller. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> First okay. one. Uh, okay, guys. Well, uh, thanks for jumping on. We'll try and knock out the preview before the next week. Uh, busy week, but we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can. We'll get there. Yep. yep. Football's almost officially, officially, officially back. Yeah, welcome. 2022, three days away. By the time you hear this, it's probably tomorrow. Yep. I'm defending my title. You're going to defend Defense. shit, dude. It's coming <laughs> from the two-time. Sit down, back old-timer. to Sit back. Down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you all soon. Big Willie signing out.